welcome to 646. My name is Doss McManus, and we have Brendan Mertens sort of in the studio, uh, vicariously, if you will, online. We are talking through the, uh, the Facebook uh, video call thing here. Anyway, uh, Brendan and I went to high school together. He's a, a movie maker, a storyteller. A storyteller. No, movie maker's okay. Movie maker's, movie maker's okay. okay. All right. You didn't say right. film. You didn't say film. Okay. I did not, because you, you don't shoot on film. Why would we? That's right. so expensive. Yeah, it's exactly. so expensive. Yeah, it'd be like recording with tape. Nobody fucking does that anymore. It's crazy. Well, what about duct tape? Uh, to so record with? Bad, yeah, I just like it's a it's a bad dad joke. I like <laughs> okay. I like yeah, it's what I do. Sure. Nice. I, I I can dig it. Uh, it's sort of like um, uh, how did how did the killer whale cut the sea? Um, it ate a shark with a seesaw. Oh, that doesn't make sense because, like, you need two people for that, and that needs to be on land. And then that's – oh, heads up. Like, when you, when you, when you do jokes around me, um, uh, I kind of I ruin them. I kind of ruin okay. jokes, by the way. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, I love doing uh, that. I love doing that. I like – my favorite is when people make sex jokes, and then oh. I look I, I look, uh, I look at everybody, and I go, like, yeah, like, because we all, like, we all fuck, right? <laughs> Yeah, you know, like we all have our, wi- our wives. We have wives. You know what the best part of our wives are uh, when we fuck, and, and then people just like tend to just like not do um, bathroom humor or sex humor around me. Yeah, yeah. That's I a could... thing. That's a thing. It's a weird. I don't. It's not weird, but I make it weird. I don't mean sure. to. I, I could <laughs> shut a... up anytime. I'm. I'm. No, this is what this I'm is like for for interviews. I am okay. terrible. I'm no, nervous. Is... It, they're There's... not normal. They, let's get this out of the way. These are not normal things to do. I don't go uh, like I'm going to be like this on the interview, which like no, well, you can see me. You? you can see me. I'm doing. Oh, I'm the Shakespearean. Yeah. There we go. Look at that. Yeah, Horatio. I knew him well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I just like I just like touching skulls. Yep. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, no. Super awkward, by the way. Just a really good intro, talking about skulls and um, terrible jokes. Yeah, it's, it's good, good stuff. This, yeah, this is off to uh, an amazing start. So th- yeah. you know, thank you, thank you for uh, the impromptu episode. Yeah, <laughs> I no, I I appreciate it, man. I this all stemmed from uh, just a quick phone conversation about podcasting and and well, I guess just entertainment in general, and uh, that we're both a little bit fucked up. Well, that's normal though. I feel yeah. like if you make art, art ain't coming from a. Ha- if I'm a happy guy, why am I making art? You know, I'm going to fucking enjoy life. I'm going to like enjoy like my son's <laughs> company. Like I feel, yeah. I feel like, uh, I always call my kid life insurance cause it keeps me alive. <laughs> cause it keeps me alive. I mean, it's like, it may sure. be a dark, a dark joke, but it's true. Cause I, yeah. in my head, in my head, I was like, uh, oh, I really need to get a kid because uh, I had finished like, uh, the first movie and technically eh, according to Sony, it's like a Ghostbusters movie. And in my head, I'm like, well, I made a Ghostbusters movie. I could die now. I mean, right. that's kind of how I looked at it. It was like, uh, oh, <laughs> I could die now. It's okay. I made I made my goals in life. Okay, but then For you gotta sure. wake up the next day, which is that's always the weird part, right? When you achieve, I always hate goals because you achieve them, and then the next day after you achieve them, you go like, oh, I gotta fucking wake up still. I guess I don't. I've I don't know if I have a problem with achieving goals necessarily, because then that means that there's another one, and uh, I hopefully am doing a better job than the last thing I did. Well, you it, always try and learn, right? You always yeah. try and take uh, – you take whatever you did and whatever experience you had on that and you apply the mistakes you may have made. 
and I always try and look at mistakes like uh, learn. I call mistakes learning opportunities. Yeah, because if, if you keep because if you keep making the same mistake, then that's the problem, and you yeah. need to like reevaluate what what that fuck up is that is constantly being made versus like oh I screwed up because the screw ups are fine. I mean that's why um I'll quote I'll quote that um you know like one of the superhero movies is like why do we have pencils because there's erasers or something like that. I'm trying to remember. I remember Michael Caine saying something whimsical, and uh, it's been forever because like I'm an adult now and I can't, I don't sure. watch. I don't watch a lot of that stuff. Where are you? Where are you with pop culture movies? Do you watch pop culture movies that come I, out? I tr- I try to, uh, but why do you try I, to? Don't, because don't, I, don't, you don't have to justify. That sounded like guilty. Like I try, don't judge. Well, <laughs> no, I just it's. Uh, I don't feel guilty about it. I, I when I have the opportunity to do it, I thoroughly enjoy it. But I mean, like between five bands and a podcast and. Um, you're enjoying uh, life and, yeah You're you know enjoying and, life i get yeah. it yeah I, I want, I, want I, lo- I love to be on stage i love to talk to people you know it, it it and practice especially practice practice eats up a lot of practice eats up a lot of time you know and uh so i i don't always get to go see flicks but when i do i enjoy them like i liked infinity war and uh, i've been enjoying the uh the what MCU. one's that one what's the uh, infinity war that's the one where thanos comes what's to the thanos the I am so uh, okay. out of like touch. You know what? When I saw, I saw the Avengers in 2012. Okay, sure. and that was the last one where I was like, it was it was the part where Sam Jackson's like, no, they come together for this movie, but they all have their own separate stories too. But like, we need a big threat for the big ones, the big pictures, and right. and uh, and so when Sam Jackson is explaining Disney's Marvel's The Avengers, I was kind of like, ah, uh, I'm good. I'm right. good from here. But I did see Ant-Man. Right. Uh, we had free passes for that. There you go. Which was nice. Which was nice. I dug Ant-Man a little bit because it was like, oh, it's a heist movie. Yeah. Yeah, very you know? much. But like, and I mean, I yeah. So I'm so lost with like, this is Spider-Man uh, the third time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, this the, the newest Spider-Man I quite dig, uh, mostly because I feel like he's uh, the best representation of Peter Parker instead of just trying to make... A, you know, Spider-Man, it was, here's Peter Parker's story. That's how I felt about it anyway. You know, uh, did you see the new Jurassic World movie? No. Okay, those ones fucking tricked me. Both of them. Uh, the Jurassic World and Jurassic World 2, I saw mm. them both. And both times I'm like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy this. And I know it's because I'm nine. I'm nine in the back of my head, you know, because sure. like, that's when I first saw the, the first one. So I'm watching Jurassic Park um, – I guess five. So I'm watching Jurassic Park five, the new one, and it's like two thirds of a fucking movie. Like I, I feel like it, it ends like with Act two going into Act three, and then the the next movie is gonna be like Jurassic World three, Planet of the Apes, because the dinosaurs <laughs> live amongst us. It's just so ridiculous. It's just like uh, it should have been more like Planet of the Apes. They should have just remade Planet of the Apes with dinosaurs instead of doing this cut and paste. Because <laughs> I felt I felt like the first hour of the movie was like, well, let's take the lost world. And we'll copy and paste this, and we'll right. copy and paste certain characters, and then the other half of the movie uh, is in a mansion, and we'll just take the plot of the previous Jurassic Park movie, Jurassic Park Four, and then we'll make a, a you know new dinosaur, but we'll make it smaller this time, and we'll give the other dinosaurs personalities, like they're projecting good versus bad dinosaurs, and it's just yeah. like it's, I don't know, I just felt like an idiot, so I was like, damn it, I got tricked again. Yeah, I did. Well, this is yeah. So I mean, this is how I feel about movies today, which is why I make movies. By the way, 
this you're is trying it's to actually trick people. No, it's just. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm kidding. I, I think they're missing. I think they're missing something really vital. I think they're missing right. heart and soul. I actually yeah. think they're missing heart and soul, and it's too corporate. Because I think yeah. I think where we're headed. I mean, I mean, look at where we are now. It's you either have this two hundred million dollar Jurassic Park or or Disney's Marvels, the Avengers, Spider Man, uh, Thanos thing, and and then you got what I can do, which is for like a hundred grand, and right. it's a small movie, and, and and I think we're. I think we're headed to like a collapse. I actually think we're headed for a collapse because like right. these things are only going to get so goddamn big before it's like um, before they just like implode on themselves and people just go like, no, we're we're okay. Like it doesn't have to. Like even my first movie had to be like an IP. You know what I mean? It's its yeah. own story within that uh, about self identity and all this stuff. But I mean, you you had Ghostbusters like littered in it just because it was, you know, I don't know. Sure. Just difficult. You know, it's his own story with using that IP versus like what they're doing, where it's just regurgitation. Uh, I fucked up that word. Um, <laughs> it's all right. No, it's all right. All right. <laughs> why don't you explain? Uh, why don't you explain your first movie for anybody uh, listening that might not be aware of it? Uh, so Dawson, there's this thing. It's called Netflix. Uh, <laughs> so if you go on the Netflix. And uh, you get this account, and you have to pay so much a month, and maybe the first month's free. So anyways, you get on there. And once you're on there, you're good. You know, you type in either my name or the, ta- the title of the movie, which is called Ghost Heads, and uh, you'll find it, you know? And you watch right. it, and you enjoy it, because you go, wow, that's a thing. And there's heart, and there's soul. But yeah, my first movie is uh, called Ghost Heads. It's uh, the main theme of the flick is, uh, you know, self-identity, uh, you know, people... Uh, in this generation who do cosplay um, kind of become themselves or become somebody else while they dress up. And right. I find that very interesting. And, and it's really interesting to me seeing uh, Ghostbuster fans be separate from, let's say, Darth Vader, like a Star Wars or Star Trek, uh, because do you have a Darth Vader going to like an ICU or burn ward, um, you know, to a hospital? You know, to yeah. visit children. It's weird. It's, it it right. sounds foolish, but it's like, oh, no, like, but Ghostbusters. Because I think there's this everyman quality that the Ghostbusters kind of possess because yep. it's not technically a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you break down the flick itself, Ghostbusters, it's just an all-American classic horror film. Like, yeah. uh, really, really, that's what it is. It's a horror film first, and it's just funny people reacting to horror situations. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, like you said, it's not superheroes. They're effectively scientists except for... Uh, Winston. Really well, I mean, techn- yeah, he's got like person. a military background. I mean, that's yeah. but I was all removed. You know, he went from page six to page sixty-seven the night before shooting, so that's a kick in the teeth. Uh, I <laughs> did not know that. Yeah, whatever. Useless trivia. I know. I could just fill up your day with Ghostbuster trivia <laughs> that you that you could never use again in real life. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a lot of my life is filled with useless trivia, voice actors, comedians, and. Uh, just all kinds of like weird movies and i don't know i love that kind of shit though like it's what we you know grew up with really well okay i gotta ask then because you you mentioned comedians now i could remember in high school you liked robin williams because i remember robin williams had that special out and i remember you doing some of those some of those bits now do you still do you still do your own bits or like do you do your own bits now or do you do like do you combine comedy when you're on stage like i'm kind of curious i don't i don't know dawson mcmanus the man you are today, I only remember you as the guy we were, or you were in high school, which is so different because we grew as people. Yeah, well, I hope so. I certainly hope so. Uh, I, I actually do like to combine um, comedy with with the music. Um, 
sometimes you play like a really serious tune and um or uh and i don't mean to potentially seem braggadocious about it but um humble humble brag is the term we use sir uh, oh okay I'll, I'll, here's a humble brag <laughs> uh the band i'm in is very capable well all of the bands that i'm in we're all very very capable and anytime i'm fronting a show or i'm i'm just on the mic at all i'm a really big fan of the uh the andy kaufman kind of uh the foreign man bit you know the the kind of awkward sort of weird nerd thing where an, ampli- am- an amplified version of yourself i assume uh yeah pretty much where you know yeah. for the, uh, kind of soft-spoken and then at, all of a sudden out of nowhere a cartoon character and it, it kind of throws people off and they don't totally know what to think and i think it's hilarious you play like a really big song something that's very very challenging and then you do kind of like, well, thank you very much. You know, I'm glad you guys liked it. And people are like, what the f- fuck is this? Or the the uh, the Garth Algor, you know, thanks, we like to play kind of thing. And to me, no, I, I get it. I get that because it's like those those people where you hear them sing and you hear them talk and you're like, whoa, you're not using your real voice for one of these two things. Right. So I, I get that. So wait, you like you like Andy Kaufman, right? Uh, yes, uh, he is, uh, in, in some ways a big inspiration. I think at least for what I do, I can't go that far because so I got, I got, uh, I got firsthand stories of Kaufman. Um, <laughs> right uh, on. cause, cause, uh, so Mike McDonald was doing comedy for 40 years. So he started when Kaufman around Kaufman time. So at right. one point Kaufman's doing a bit and he's getting the, the place worked up, like the whole theater, he's getting the, 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 the whole comedy club like worked up. So Mike uh, McDonald and Rich Scheidner end up playing bouncers. And uh, uh, they play bouncers, and they grab Andy, and Andy's like, oh, guys, like, no, no, I'm, I'm just screwing around. I'm just trying to get the crowd worked up. And they're like, Andy, we're on the fucking show with you. And then he's like, oh, you are? Fuck you. Fuck the audience. Fuck it. So it was, like, really cool. And then, <laughs> um, awesome. uh, yeah, like, early on when Mike's trying to, Mike McDonald's trying to find his voice, he told me this one story he did, and he's like, nah, I get why Kaufman faked his death. He's like, why is that, Mike? Because we used to do these, like, kind of, like, um, you know, diner sort of luncheons. We would just talk and stuff. So right. uh, uh, during this one luncheon, um, um, yeah, I, I asked Mike about the one, like uh, the thing about like, you know, why, why, you know, fake his death and all this stuff. Like he's like, well, one time, I guess Mike was doing a, a comedy show and it was like 30 people and somebody got up to the, go to the bathroom and Mike's like, okay, everybody uh, quickly get behind the curtain, get behind the curtain. And then uh, he's like, give me that broom and give me that hat. And so everybody, you have like 29 people behind a curtain. This one person comes back from the bathroom. And there's Mike just sweeping the stage. And the person, <laughs> the, I mean, this, this club, this, this room's like empty. This room's empty now. And the person's like, uh, is there stand-up comedy here? And Mike just like kind of had his cap and like his broom. And he's like, oh, there hasn't been comedy here in like 20 years, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. Just sweeping. That's awesome. And that person was like super confused. Uh, and then everybody came out from behind the curtain and had a good laugh. But yeah, he's like, I, I, I get it. Like I get why he faked his death, which is, I don't know. Because there's also, also the debate of like Kaufman was like a hack, which right. I, f- I find interesting. And, and I think that argument is, is – um, I think there's value in that because like, sure. what's he doing? What's he doing? Is it more like song and dance man? Like he, he's kind of doing an old carnival trick. Like I, I see like a lot of like during that U S election, uh, Donald Trump pulling a lot of Andy Kaufman shit. <laughs> uh, cause yeah. he was like, he was doing the old timey wrestling shit. I mean, that's just yeah. what, what they were doing. They were playing the audience. Oh, and by the way, this is how I live my life now. And I, I kind of like, 
like it happened yesterday where like it, it may have not been a good thing. So uh, I, I ignore the news. Like I, uh, the news to me is is shit. Even sure. good news, even good news is like not good news to me because like uh, it'll be like, hey, local person wins a bunch of money, and I just want to kill that local person and take their money. Like that's the good news, you know what I mean? Sure. So so uh, so uh, yesterday I'm so confused. We're at my in-laws and they're talking about the, the some sort of cave mining thing with kids being trapped and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah. what the f- what the fuck is going on? What are we talking about here? Uh, we're talking as if I should know what's going on in the world. And um, yeah, so that was really interesting. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, um, anyways, I was like, because uh, I I just paid attention to like nothing in the news like i kind of ignorance is bliss i don't know if that's a good thing i don't know if it's necessarily a great uh quality to have i don't know if it's necessarily a bad one either though i mean if you're i'm happier yeah i was gonna say there's there's you know there's nothing wrong with being informed but if you're if you're like at least the way that it appears is a lot of people when they are self-proclaimed very well informed they seem to be seeking out negativity constantly and uh i feel like life is too short and um it's i mean it could help influence the art a little bit but at the same time you know um i want to i want to write about what i know and i i want to have fun yeah, you know. I see what you. I, I kind of so. get what you're what you're talking about. You probably like like I'm just assuming here, uh, just because we found so many like little similarities. Uh, uh, for me, when I, I I don't get like I'm not a happy dude all the time. Yeah. So like when I get when I get these pockets of like happiness. Yeah. I go I go. My first instinct is, well, how long is this gonna last? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I get that for sure. What do you? Oh, sorry. Uh, my phone did a thing. Uh, uh, my dog, my dog's being stupid. Is it okay if I let him out? I'm yeah, so sorry. That's all right. Uh, Go ahead. Can you can you can you can uh, fill time? Right. Sure. That's what you do. Do yeah, your I foreman. Don't... Man. Do foreman <laughs> for us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thank thank you thank you for listening to the show. So far, this has been very impromptu, and it's fun. And now I'm alone, and I'm having a good time. Not. <laughs> uh, uh, just to fill in a little bit of backstory, actually, uh, Brennan and I went to high school together, um, and uh, I ended up working on a short film um, in high school with uh, another guest who's been on the show, Bob Barrow, and it was Zombie Bob 4, and Brendan actually made the first, um, I'm trying to remember, and I'll ask him once he gets the headphones in here. Um, I was just talking a little bit about Zombie Bob way back oh i know i'm sorry to bring that it's up fine. no it's okay no it's okay no because <laughs> it's funny because you just like you have these um these things that you do when you're younger and it's like a glimpse it's like a glimpse no but it's yeah, real it is it's like it oh is. you build like a like you build like a little moment there yeah might have been like three seconds five seconds but it's like oh i evoked so i am out of breath because i ran to let the dog out and then i got some water because i i'm very much like john landis I, I talk a lot and only a little bit is interesting. And I, uh, the only other difference is like I didn't murder two children and a veteran actor. Oh my God. But I am like John Landis, minus the murders, minus the murders. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's fucking awesome. Sorry, sorry. So, yeah, Zombie no. Bob. You know what? That, that was a, a project for, I know his name is Mr. Harmona. 
but I, that is the name that comes to my mind. It was like a Comtech or something like that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I had to do like three short movies on a DVD or something like that. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to do just a zombie thing. Yep. And that's, I mean, it was black and white. You can kind of play with black and white. You kind of, I mean, play with it. But yeah, you make these little little moments and stuff like that. But it's yeah. fun because you, you, you kind of, you learn early on that it's the experience, you know? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of like how you sell people on things like you can't pay them lots of money and sometimes money is irrelevant. Like let's say Howie Mandel, like Howie Mandel chooses his stuff very carefully because uh, he says uh, he wants to learn interesting ways to do business. Right. And I find, I find that cool. It was yeah. like, uh, yeah. Cause like, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like you, you, you learn from everything you do. And if I didn't make those like shitty high school movies, especially the one, there was one that I liked because it was such a big deal, and obviously it's not like anything terrible, but it got banned or something like that. It was like the student council video, oh, and it and yeah. it got and it got again like you have that horror element or that sequence, and, and you're kind of I think that's where I learned how to cut like kind of music and or the beginning of that. Oh shit! You know what it was? This is what I would do. I wouldn't even do shit for Comtech in class. What I would do is I would stay late after school and I would find a song like I don't know like uh like an offspring song so I like the offspring and then I would I would f- take a bunch of video clips and I would cut together like sequences you know music videos I guess in a sense but like I'd be making cuts to like the music and shit like that and I think that really helped me even though technically not part of the course but I was using the equipment from the course and and I think that shows in, in my work today because of shit like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all building blocks, right? I mean, like the the early high school movies that you were making are a lot like the, the early high school bands that I was playing in, you know? And while uh, we've both grown a lot in our in our respective craft since then. It's, and, ta- it's, and time. And time, well, too, yeah. because like that, that age... Yeah, makes a huge difference, right? Because, you know, you're, you're 15, 16, and it just, you know. Uh, your sensibilities, your sensibilities. Yeah, like, you know. hugely different. And, like, yeah. you know, you're, you're, the frontal cortex isn't even fully formed until you're 25. So there's no way you're going to make the same kind of stuff. At, what part know, of the brain, like, what does that have to do uh, with, your, with your development? Like, I, I'm not a dumb guy. So uh, you got to explain that one to me. Just, I, just, just a lot. It, I mean – your personality um, and stuff like that like how yeah, you Yeah, that's that that's shit? part of it uh rationale which I guess that's more um that's more kind right brain I think. Critical um, thinking I guess. Like Yeah, I'm a, I'm also a bit of a dumb dumb and I just regurgitate things that smarter people than you me. You pawn said. them off as your own. Yeah. I totally I get that. Yeah. I respect yeah. that. Absolutely. I that respect. I was you, I was trying to I was trying to be smart and you caught me. <laughs> no, I just I didn't know. I was like, "Whoa, like I fucking I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't. Really sounds either. great if I could learn what that does. Like that'd be terrific. Yeah, I I understood what it meant when I was reading it off of uh, off of a, a, a medical site online because I heard it somewhere else and I was like, I wonder what that means. And I looked it up and I I understood it in the moment, but uh, clearly not well enough to be able to reiterate the actual effects of you know a fully formed brain because I I, I think that maybe mine still isn't fully formed. I'm thinking with uh, 
with the uh, the early the early drug use as a kid really stunted a lot of stuff. I had I had the opposite. I had the I had the later drug use. Oh. Yeah. Like a <laughs> like a oh my god, like so my my parents met in AA. Okay. So like spoiler alert, I'm a really <laughs> I'm a really fun drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh uh, like it's like spinning a fucking wheel like is he gonna be jerry lewis with an ashtray on his head being happy or is oh. he gonna be like that guy in the corner not gonna mm. hit anybody but he's certainly not gonna be fun to talk to <laughs> that's a little dark yeah it's a little um, weird yeah so um uh yeah yeah i also i also find it interesting and maybe you find this um because we're both married men Yep. Um, you ever you ever find it though, like where you're? Uh, I guess that sounds like a shitty bit. Like, hey, you ever talk to your wife about how you were brought up, and then she looks at you, going, "You shouldn't have been brought up like that." Uh, uh undoubtedly. Yeah, undoubtedly, undoubtedly I right. love that. I remember, uh, I remember telling my wife uh, when we're talking kids, and I, uh, I was just telling her about like, oh, like who's gonna hit the kid, and she's like, "What the fuck do you mean by that?" <laughs> Like I was never hit, never. And then I tell her like, oh, I was like six when I realized it wasn't uh, my father's fault. It was like the war. And she's like, at six, why is a six-year-old justifying the beatings he get because it's not his father's fault, it's the war's fault? Oh yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, I might be 33, mm. but my father was born in 1937 Germany. Holy shit! Yeah, so I got I like a real fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I um, I hit a lot of stuff in high school, man. I hit yeah. a lot. Yeah, I had. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't have like a normal upbringing by any uh, stretch of the imagination. So I, sure. I, uh, I got really good at hiding shit. Yeah. Hence why I think there was this. Um, you know, I think I think there was that escapism of making movies and yeah. and hiding hiding behind the camera. But there was also this whole like, I remember I remember just being just annoying and loud and being. Uh, just wanting like the attention I probably wasn't getting at home. I remember um, there was this guy I grew up with. You went to school with him too, Mark Basterfield. Oh yeah. I remember, I remember the one day Mark was like, "Oh my goodness, that was so funny. That was like you did this thing, and it was it was good. Oh, everybody laughed." And I was like, "That's fucking dumb, man. It's so stupid. Everybody laughs at that." And he's like, "What the fuck is this guy? Like, wait, so you know it's stupid, but you're still doing it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I just uh." I just need to get through the day. I just needed that laugh. I'm good. Yeah. Like it was like a weird. It was like a weird moment in grade nine where he was like, "Ah, uh, I kind of am still learning who you are, even though we've been friends for since grade four. But to be fair, in grade four, I didn't like him. He was much taller than me, so I stole his pog. <laughs> but I came clean a year later. A year later, I own. I own yeah. that shit. I was like, "Hey, I took your fucking pog. I'm not. I'm not giving it back. But like, I owned it. But, like, yeah, it's a, I it's have it now." <laughs> yeah, it's in my binder. I have a binder, which I still have, with all my pogs, and it's like trading cards, but it's like the circles. Oh, for yeah. Because the, they were, you know, whatever. I know. I, I, don't, I don't have to get into how pogs are. You could, <laughs> dear, dear internet listeners, go to Google, type in pogs. There's this, this website. It's called Wikipedia. You have <laughs> the examples of what it is and how the game's played. The metal slammers are, in fact, illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Um, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That was, um,. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. So my dad was uh two generations ahead of me. So he was like fifty when he had me, and right. then on top on top of that, uh, uh, you could never fucking complain, you know? Yeah. Like uh, you couldn't be like ah this, I want that video game, I want this, I want that, and he'd be like, you know what I didn't have? 
I didn't have meat until I was 11. <laughs> and then it, it would be like a terrible story. I just couldn't ever complain, you know? Like, I couldn't ever... Um, I just couldn't. Uh, I was just so fucked up, too, because in high school... Because here was another fun fact. I, I hit a lot. Actually, I, I, I hit it, except for uh, Mr. Harmona, the ComTech teacher, because I was being a smartass. So anyways, mm. my mom was a paranoid schizophrenic. So uh, uh, she ran away one day, and it was mm. like grade, grade 10 or grade 11. And I'm walking the halls, and again, I'm talking to, to Mark, uh, the tall guy I grew up with. And yeah. he's like, you, you okay? You know, everything all right? And just like, just being, he's being a good friend. And Mr. Harmona, uh, the ComTech teacher, is like, hey, you boys should be in class. I was like, hey, my mother shouldn't have run away. And she's probably got paranoid schizophrenia. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you guys do whatever. Yeah, he just <laughs> didn't know what to say. He was so defeated. Like, uh, But after that, though, I had to see a social worker. Which yeah. was like a learning thing where I was like, ah, I don't don't open your fucking mouth to teachers because then because then what happened was it was so Goodwill Hunting, um, basically because I saw the fucking movie Goodwill Hunting. Uh, anytime I had to see the social worker, I, I I would find his interests and thank God he was into movies like a lot, like uh, he was yeah. like a, a, a cinephile or whatever you would give that term, sure. you know, like and, yeah, and, and, and and I could debate him. Whatever movie he liked, I'd try and fight him. So so the hour we would have together which was always in ComTech and never the fashion class I wanted to be taken out of. Uh, and I requested this many times. I requested that many. Can you take me out of the other class? Because when you take me out of this, like I'm going to have to stay late now because yeah. uh, you, know, you need to be in the classroom to do your work. So it's like, you're not helping me for, in, in a bunch of ways. And so uh, anyways, um, but actually uh, it, it's my mom's schizophrenia uh, that made me do the second film that I made. Uh, because that's when I started watching David Letterman with um, like a critiquing sort of eye. Mm. Like, why is that joke funny? Right. What makes that joke work? That was like the first time I was like, oh, this keeps me occupied. Because it was just pretty much like uh, uh, just trying to occupy your mind. I think that was like the first time, you know, at 16, trying to be like, uh, I don't think I'm happy. So I got I to gotta really kind of occupy it. Uh, the yeah. time and shit like that. Because, yeah, this is like the first time like my father kind of went distant from me because he was kind of like, oh, my wife. Oh, what the fuck? And then I'm kind of going, well, uh, I guess I got to help out, <laughs> like raise myself now. Like, <laughs> Actually, um, and you know you know the term um, down goes Frasier? Sorry, say that again. Uh, you, have you ever heard the phrase uh, down, go, down goes Frasier? From the Muhammad Ali uh, Joe Frazier fight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So the first time I heard that was um, was the time we got my mom help. It was the very first time we got her help, because she, I turned around and I saw this lady who, on top of the schizophrenia, has a physical disability uh, called uh, cerebral palsy. So mm. just just a mix, just a wonderful fuck. I won the lottery with my parents, man. So anyways, uh, uh, she's coming at me, hobbling along, because uh, the kind of um, Cerebral palsy she has is, is called hemi. It means she's okay. half paralyzed. Half the yeah. hemisphere is paralyzed. So she's hobbling along, you know, coming at me. She's got her crazy, wonky eyes going. I know something's up. And she's like, down goes Frazier. And it was also the first time I heard the phrase and was sucker punched. So, oh, like, shit. Yeah, man. And I fucking went down. And, and like, to this day, like, I could still hear the cuffs clicking when we had oh, to have her arrested. Because that was, like, it's such a dumb system we have. You know, like, I get it. It's set up the way it is so we can't falsely accuse people and stuff like that. 
but but sure. you know to, to, to the fact that we have to wait for somebody to hurt themselves or hurt somebody else you know like and, but it was so good my dad and i clicked right away fuck she nailed me call the cops we can get her help because yeah. um we have another mutual friend bob barrow Yep. Um, one of my mom's hallucinations was Bob was an informant for somebody. Uh, he'd be like, oh, like, is his dad wear a fedora and smoke a cigar? And I'm like, nope, that's not that's not a real person that, <laughs> that, that you're imagining, though. And, and oh. also she uh, it began. The whole thing began. It was so bizarre. Um, her first hallucination was our phones were being tapped by uh, oh, wow. this this uh, this uh, company called Zeller's. You know, where the lowest price is, in fact, the law yeah. by the by them. They they stated that. Anyways, so Zellers is is uh, tapping her phones, and uh, and you go, hey, why are they tapping your phones, Dawson? Like, you just just ask me that. Yeah, why why would Zellers tap your phone? Well, you see, because my mom's half paralyzed, uh, her her left foot would drag. Okay, so we're okay. and we and we grew up in poverty. By the way, we grew up on the government on disability and 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 stuff like that because my, my father had health issues he couldn't work and stuff thanks sure. to the war thank you war uh, for the the father issues uh, health issues so anyways um, he had a hole in his heart so he couldn't work and then my mom you know being my mom she couldn't work either so uh, uh, you know hiding all this bullshit you know whatever so anyways uh, uh, so she dragged her left foot so her right shoe would be fine for like a year or two while the left shoe would be going through like four a year. You know what I mean? Right. And so when you're on a fixed income, it's real difficult. So what my old man used to do was uh, he'd go into Zeller's and he'd like grab uh, Reebok shoes and he'd put two left shoes in it. Okay. So, yeah. so that's why that was why our phones were being tapped, man. That's why. Right. And we actually went we went down. It was so funny because like we were just like hey, they're not tapping our phones for this. So we yeah. actually brought my mom down to the station and we're like we're we're pleading guilty and they're like what the fuck for? We're like. We're doing this thing, and we explained what's going on. And they're like, "We don't care." We're yeah, fucking, that's not that's none of our bit. And my mom's just like, "Ugh, no, it's it's uh, higher up. It's higher. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it seems like out of a movie, you know." But it's uh, I I always get bothered uh, when I watch film or TV, and it has um a character that's paranoid schizophrenic, right? Because I I always find it's painted a very certain light that's not accurate to how how it the disease actually is it's more of like a tv friend like this works for television this yeah. works you know perfectly for this uh format uh, let's have this as a plot device and so uh, uh yeah anyways so that's yeah. my fucked upness uh i'm not even getting into uh my dad's thing him being jewish uh his mother uh molesting and beating him and then his father being a homosexual with another guy at the, the newspaper, and and on top of that, my grandfather, you know, being a homosexual uh, in a time when you can't do that, and and being Jewish when you shouldn't be Jewish, uh, was spouting anti-Hitler stuff. So what happened was a bishop, because my father's German, but he has an Italian name. His name's Benno. Okay. So what happened was the bishop uh, burnt my grandfather's papers and said. He is not Jewish, even though it's she's super Jewy when you look at him, and probably explains why I make movies now. You know, uh, <laughs> um, uh, so um, anyways, um, uh, uh, so what happened was they ended up arresting him for Marxism, and instead of putting him in a camp, he went to jail, which way better, yeah. way better. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So anyways, that's that uh, story. So I understand why he drank. I get it. You know, like nobody at the end of the day. I, I hate I hate how we're taught how this World War II, but first of all that we call it World War II, like it's a sequel, 
and and I like how like we yeah. we come out like oh we win we win it's like there's nobody nobody won, no. uh, and and in war and in war nobody wins. Hearing some of the stories of uh, you know through my father, his one sister who I ended up meeting through these films because I'd never ever met her before and she lived out in L.A. and uh, uh, until I made my first movie I'd never met her and so I got to hear these stories firsthand. And it's just, you, you hear these things and it's like, wow, like that's what you had to go. Like, I don't know. We never ever talk about what the Germans who didn't support Hitler had to go through after the war, after, you know, everything was kind of blown up or they, they all say the same thing. The scariest day was the last day of the war because all the Americans shooting their guns up in the air. Right. They yeah. said, like, that was the fucking scariest. They're like, oh, these got to come down, you idiots. Like, yeah. Yeah, so everybody, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, boo, 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 up in the sky. And it's like, oh, no, those, those are coming down. Please yeah. stop shooting up in the sky. We get it. You're excited. It's over. <laughs> wow, so, man. That's yeah. wild. That is yeah. fucking wild. Bet you didn't know that about me in high school. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I hid that successfully. <laughs> Very successfully. Uh, from from uh, definitely an outside perspective, you were the dude that ate Vaseline on stage to uh, to get on student council. Yeah, that was me going, you like me? Can yeah. I have this thing? Yeah. Can I have oh. approval? Oh, fuck, man. I get that. Um, or at least, I mean, not from the... Not necessarily coming from the same place, but like, do you like me now? Can can you you know, can I stop being uh, a target essentially? Which was that's that's what you know being all the plays was about. That's what being in bands was always about. You know, is like, uh, Am I, I accept it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's you're finding yeah. your role. You're finding your role. I get it. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I mean, um, where do you fit in? Kind of thing. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm a broken toy. Is there an island for us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hello, arts. No yeah, no kidding. Please, please take me away. Let this be. But what's your story though? Like I, I feel like, like I'm not comparing. I'm not being like, hey. Oh, so like sure. here, my here, are my cards. <laughs> uh, on top of that, my dad had Alzheimer's for like nine years. So. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. So well, mine's. My yeah, uh, well I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't beat it for sure. <laughs> can't, I'm kidding, I'm uh, kidding, I'm kidding. Um, d d a different upbringing for sure. Um, In what sense? Um, were your parents together? The folks were together up until uh, we all moved out, and then and then they got a divorce because they uh, very clearly hated each other for way longer than you know. It's like, why are you still together? This is insane. But um, at least as a kid. Um, hey, props well, to them for staying together yeah. for you guys. They stayed together for you guys. Yeah. Oh, they totally did. They totally did. They waited until we cool. were out That's of the house and then ended it. But, yeah. um, you know, uh, schizophrenia also runs in my family. Uh, my dad's father was, uh, was a paranoid schizophrenic uh, that ended up blowing himself away. Uh, which was really uh, an alcoholic paranoid schizophrenic as well. Uh, shot yeah. himself. And... Uh, I is it okay if I ask this? Um, sure. Just because yeah, like uh, uh, the schizophrenia thing. I, and like maybe, you know, when we have it in our, our family or immediate family, we might look at it a bit differently. But do you think, do you think it's the disease or do you sometimes think that maybe it's the scenario or the environment and then that makes the person ill? It's like the, the person isn't sick, but the environment right. is. And then that has an effect. 
I don't know. Uh, I think, uh, what do you, what, what, does that make sense when I say that? Or is that uh, stupid? Absolutely. No, no, I totally no, get it. Okay, I, okay, I, okay. I think for that, it. I, I feel like that's almost a chicken or the egg kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, well, what, I like chicken, what, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Me too. No, I do, though. I do. My wife yeah. complains all the time. Like, uh, no more chicken. It's, no, it's but it's, 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 um, it, well, it's, I think it's more, uh, not so much the chicken and the egg. Uh, uh, what is that called? Nature versus nurture. Uh, yeah, very much so. Um, I think it I, it could easily be that the environment is what has broken the person. Um, or it could be that there's a, some kind of chemical imbalance that throws everything out of whack that then kind of makes the the environment sort of spiral out. But it, it depends, on, it depends I, on what's more intense, I guess. Yeah, I'm not trying to poke and prod, but it's so interesting to connect again on some sort of you know level that not everybody is going to be able to connect on so sure so when your grandfather like were you alive for your grandfather like uh, no i never met him Uh, okay okay cool cool i i I, because i i just was curious about the um you know do you know if he went on medication or something like that because i can Uh, say for a fact when my mom did it was like just shut down it was like you're fucking like you might as well have had a lobotomy because that's what they used to do to them so i don't i don't I don't know if um, he ever sought help or if that no. ever came up or he tried to self-medicate with booze and uh, he um, he ended up killing himself and uh, he was living with my with my dad at the time. My dad went to work. They had a big fight uh, before my dad went to work. Dad comes home. Uh, grandpa, grandpa blew himself away. Dad finds him. PTSD. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, like, so how's your old man? Like, your old man must have been... Um, damaged. He was damaged yeah. by it for a long time. And uh, he he ended up really diving into the bottle. And um, Can't blame him. He, you know, he's... Now he's great, and our relationship is awesome. But it took a very long time for that to happen. And mom also came from a super strict, waspy uh, background where, you know, not a whole lot of... Uh, Edward emotion and uh my grandfather on her side um I, I think in his heart a good guy but had like a secret family and just oh, oh, oh that's you know horrible. what i mean so yeah, like, like it was a little like, weird. hey hey i got this going on, but i also got this other thing going on too like i'm i'm living two lives at once yeah so i can't i can't own my shit yeah, like that's yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, but yeah, you got to look too. He's like, Which, he's just scared shitless, right? Because he's like, holy shit. Oh, definitely. Uh, I got these two great things going, but like, so, so, um, so with your old man, then, like, I don't know, like having a kid changed me, in a lot of ways. Like, did did yeah. it? Do you think it helped him? Like, uh, uh, with what he had gone through, do you think like having like how many? I know you have an older brother. But how yeah. many are there? Is it just there's, you two? Like no, there's four of us. Uh, I'm oh, it's older four. Brother. I didn't yeah. fucking know this. Oh yeah, I'm uh, learning. Uh, how many? A, what? Go through it. Go do roll so, call. So Where are you? Devin. <laughs> there's Devin, who's the oldest. Then yeah. then there's me next. Okay. Then my younger brother Glenn, and then my younger sister Tara, um, and then like step siblings and shit. But uh, that's from you know born of other people. Uh, so I, I won't get into yeah. them. No, it's, but, okay. it's uh, okay. But yeah, that's that's good. You think like um. Like but when I, I look I do at think my, it... sorry, I was gonna say like when I look no. at my kid, it's just like I, I, uh, it's a whole different fucking ball game, like with yeah. any of that stuff. 
any of that because yeah. shit, shit. So like, I, I curious like with you guys having four of you, did that impact it at all? You think on the behavior um, or that PTSD? Well, definitely. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, yeah. deep end. Like, is it the bottle? Would would the bottle yeah. kind of appear like he wouldn't be drinking? And then all of a sudden, it'd be like, oh, who's this guy? Because there's a bunch of beer well, or alcohol bottles laying around. Like, who? Which well, one are we gonna get today? Actually, once uh, once Devin, my older brother, the oldest child, once he was born, Dad got sober for a very long time. But oh, okay, uh, okay. and he would go through these, you know, high like really really big highs, really big lows. So yeah. there's also a huge potential for bipolar there as well, which would not surprise me. Um, but uh, um, did he know, have an outlet? Did he did he play music like you? Um, sort of, he, I mean, yeah, but he was, music was something in his family, music was something for bums and it was to be ashamed of. Right. I, uh, I totally get that. I have an immigrant for a father. Yeah. So he's like, I remember him and I, and, you know, and it haunts me, man. It fucking haunts me. His words. Cause he's like, Brennan, what are you doing making these videos? And I'm like, I want to be a director. It's like, no one's going to ask you to be a director, yeah. be a mechanic. Everybody drives cars. Everybody needs their car fixed. Be a mechanic. Don't be. And, and it's true. And I say that to myself all the time. No one's going to ask me to be a director. It's like, you got to be a fucking, uh, you got your own kind of go getter. But yeah, that, that haunts yeah. me. That's yeah. I can't rub it. I can't rub it in his face. Cause he's super dead. So <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but that can uh, like, that's good though. Like I, I figured your father having kids would be like, no, like I'm not going to be that guy. But then there is that. Cause I have that thing in me too. Where it's yeah. like, um, uh, since my kid was born, I was fine. And then uh, when my buddy died back in March, I fucking was like, where are all the drugs I can yeah. get? And yeah. it's like self-destruct mode. Like you yeah. go in a fucking self-destruct mode for yeah. sure. And like I can kind of, it's weird. I can kind of relate to your dad like in a weird sense if that's, I, I'm not trying to be yeah. like. A, no, not at all, not man. Being, but I, like I, I get it. Like I get like, because it's a different mindset. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you just go fuck it, we're yep. going down in a, a blaze of glory. Yeah, yeah, and like know. you know, there. Uh, Dad wanted to play. Uh, Grandpa, uh, his parents were like super against it. Um, so in I guess in his own way of rebelling was he got us instruments and we all played. Right, I mean, and the Partridge family. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, uh, they're a family band for a long time, man. Um, did your Did your parents sing then, or or? Yep. Like, yep. get the fuck out, get out. That's fucking beautiful, dude. Yep. I never had that. I never had that with my fa- my family. None of us got along. It'd it be was, like, what? Uh, what? Are you know what our common interest was? Uh, food. Food. That was like the only time we came together. Was like, yeah. hey, what could we? What What table scraps do we got this this you know evening? And then that's sure. It. Well, it was fuck. it was. It was weird, you know, like, because uh, the music was the the common thread, but then, you know, sometimes, like, there were, you know, there were weird things that would, like, really upset the balance, and then, you know, you're walking you on eggs. Well, uh, especially when the old man was working construction, he was super tired all the time, and uh, he'd come home, like, super pissed off from the job. One of us would have fucked up in some way, so we really would catch it when he got home, you know, and then I get that. I get that. And then, you know, and again, I mean, nothing too severe. Like there was, it was, it was such a mixed bag, you know, some things were unbelievably awesome. And then other things were dark, 
you know. Uh, and and I don't want to put it all on my, on my dad because my mom wasn't without her issues as well. You know, there were things that she could have most certainly dealt with better and didn't necessarily. Uh, but um, the biggest thing, at least I think for me, that really helped a lot was uh, my siblings and I. We all kind of like co-raised each other. And we all got along extraordinarily well. and It's going to bring you guys tighter together. Oh, in a huge way. In a huge way. Yeah. And, um, so, you, so you must be super tight with your, with with your siblings. Uh, with, yeah, I mean, the two that I didn't know you had. Uh, yeah. And then Devin. Oh, yeah. Well, Devin and I still play in bands together to this day. And, uh, and my sister, I was hanging out with her last night. Unfortunately, my, my younger brother, Glenn, he lives on <laughs> Vancouver Island. So I hardly ever get to see him. But when I yeah, do... But- it's it's fucking awesome and we talk on the phone like probably once a month and i talk to his he's got a he's got a daughter which is awesome so i talk to her and um you know it's just a lot of uh making lemonade out of lemons you know like because we uh uh mom and dad did both work my my dad has ulcerative colitis as well he almost died when i was really young um sure so uh, there's, you know, there's physical and mental issues in the family. Uh, I mean, it's, again, it's nowhere near as severe as like CP or, or, um, or anything. No, like my that. old so man, my old man had a hole in his heart from the war too. So like, I, I get Holy you, man. Like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, it just, it was just a health shit, you know, and you, you couldn't treat yeah. shit back then. Cause I remember being in grade seven and, uh, he was going for this, um, titanium valve, and so there was like a 10% chance or 15% chance he could die on the table. So sure. I remember having lunch with him. And then afterwards, my mom, you know, being the lovely, innocent person she was, she's like, I hope you enjoyed it because that might be the last time you have lunch with him. And it was like, what? I didn't fucking know this. I didn't fucking <laughs> nobody told me. It's just like, I'm there I am. And my dad's all like not thrilled at what I'm eating because I made my own sandwich that day. And sure. it's like, uh, and he's like, what are you eating? I was like, it's a, pe- it's a pepperoni sandwich. So it's like pepperonis you put on a pizza, except I put it on uh, bread. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. what the fuck is that? And I was like, ah, it's just, I made it. Back off, old man. You're dying. Yeah. I <laughs> but I get it. I get it. It's, yeah. um, you, you, yeah. See, I, I was alone. I was an only child too. So yeah. like I had I had a lot of like I couldn't I couldn't be like oh I hope he hits the other one when he's in that weird mood because yeah. like I wouldn't get spankings I I I guess like a good way to calm is backhanders okay like yeah, yeah yeah I would sure. get yeah, yeah yeah just a you know the back you know he'd use the backhand at the back of my head and yep. then uh, I'd go to bed via airmail and there'd be right. those days and I'm sure you got this too man just from like this bre- I didn't realize we had so much fucking shit in common. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure you, yeah, dude, it's so cool. Cause like, we just like the, the same person and you're just acting different for, for, you know, like whatever reasons and stuff like that. It's cool. It's fucking cool. Man. It's so cool. But, 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 um, um, where you had like a, a day where you're like, fuck, I know I'm going to get hit. And you're like, I'm going to make it fucking count. I'm going to fucking just, like, <laughs> just crank it. I'm going to oh, do yeah. I, I, that. That's, uh, yeah. I just remember like that was, it only worked up, up into a point where my mom could go, I'm going to tell your father when he gets home. And, and yeah. that wouldn't normally make me behave, but then be some days where it's like, ah, you're going to tell them anyways, and uh, yeah. I'm going to make this one count. So anyway, This one goes to 11, yeah. Yeah, exactly, because Spinal Tap and stuff yeah. like that, because Christopher that's right. Guest. Yeah. Christopher Guest and meat, Meathead, you know. Yeah, that's right. That <laughs> yeah, he's such a meathead. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking Rob Reiner. That's awesome. Well, it sucks, too, because Carol O'Connor, his son died of uh, drugs. So that's uh, always kind of my, my fear because, like, I, I, I'm not, like, a drug addict. 
I don't say sure. I'm a drug addict, but I'm totally, I got like a fucking, dude, there was like a day where I would be doing like an eight ball. I was like, I guess you, I'm, I'm just saying you could compare me to Jake the Snake, but I'm like a small <laughs> dude. I'm a small yeah. dude. So like, I know I can, like my body's been through fucking hell. Like yeah. I, I, uh, I had like a heart attack at 27. Holy and, uh, shit. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not like a, so I was kind of like trying to do this thing, right? I was going to drink myself to death. Um, mm. you know, I, was do- I was doing a great job at it. It's very slow. Actually, when you drink yourself to death, it's very, very slow. Uh, mm. I was doing it for five years professionally, and uh, I was having seizures. My heart was fucked up. And, um, you know, it's kind of funny, I guess. But I mm. was like, uh, uh, um, like no, that's not funny. But, but uh, I met my wife. I met my wife in the middle of me trying to kill myself. But, like, through, uh. like, uh, drinking and stuff like that. So eventually I got healthy and shit like that. And, uh, you know, the one time, it was, like, the last time I had a really bad seizure. And it got, you know, my heart was, like, real bad. And, and uh, um, uh, I remember I tricked her into thinking, like, no, nah, I'm just going to lay down in the bathroom for 15 minutes. Don't call an ambulance. I'm like, what the fuck? You should have fucking called an ambulance. But, but whatever. She, she listened to me. She was good. And then uh, uh, so later that, I want to say in the next 24 to 48 hours, I had the worst seizure I ever had. And I ended up cutting my, my – I got a scar on the top of my head. But luckily my hair covers it. Um, so what happened was I, I was leaning in to talk to my wife at the mall and I was going to say, Hey, that guy over there looks like Keanu Reeves from point break. And I guess, I guess I leaned in and I said, and I went like just back. And the first thing they hit was my head. so my head's bleeding, but, 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 but it was the first time she was really kind of there for, well, I guess there was another time too, but it wasn't as bad because it was at home. But, but anyways, so I had the seizure and luckily there was a fucking RN there. So she knew what to do, what position, call 911, all this bullshit. And as they're loading me into the ambulance, I'm like, guys, 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 stop, 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 stop. Take my blood pressure. Take my, because at this point, I'm a nurse's aide in, in um, my career or whatever it would be. So mm-hmm. I'm a nurse's aide. Yeah. So I'm telling them, like, hey, check my, check my blood pressure, but come in. I want to tell you guys something. And I was like, that's the guy. And this guy was sitting, like, kind of in the parking lot, just eating a sandwich, whatever he got from the food court. I was like, that's the guy who looks like Keanu Reeves in Point Break. And they're like, fuck, it does. It, I just remember them agreeing, like, okay, let's let's check. What's he going to say? Why are we checking his pulse? <laughs> like, they're just so agreeing and, and all this shit. And so it was like, I was like, hey, doesn't that guy look like Keanu Reeves? And, and I'm bleeding from the head. And it's like, yeah, he does. It's good work, kid. Like, that's just like a dumb thing. And then there was another – this is this is funnier though. This one's funnier, way funnier, because uh, uh, my wife's asleep and the computer was uh, in the bedroom. I had this giant ass, like huge bedroom. It was like a, an apartment in a bedroom. Like it was right. crazy how big this place was. So, anyways, uh, I'm like I'm like drinking a bunch of beers and I'm really high off of drugs. And I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do as a good night reward before I crawl in the bed uh, next to my future wife. I'm engaged to, I'm going to masturbate. I'm going to quietly masturbate because I'm not going to wake her. Last thing you want to do is wake your future wife. So I'm, I'm loading up pornography on the uh, computer, um, you know, which lights up the whole fucking room. Doesn't matter. And I, I cr- I'm like, you know, I'm going to get a new beer. I'm going to get a new fresh beer and enjoy some pornography and, and enjoy myself. Like it's a, you know, Canada's wonderland, you know? And, uh, and, uh, and I guess, like, I, I don't know what happened, but, like, I get the beer, and maybe I light up a joint, and then I had a fucking seizure. Oh, jeez. So I fucking knock shit everywhere. Um, I'm in a t-shirt and boxers. I got a hard on. Uh, <laughs> it's course. flopping out. 
And then I, I fall back into the seizure thing. So I'm knocking beer bottles over and I'm having a, a back-to-back seizure. Because I remember this this was like the worst because I, I had like a headache for a week straight. So, oh. so the seizures were back-to-back. And my wife's like, oh, my God, get to bed, get to bed. And I'm so confused because when I'm coming out of it, I'm like, fucking close the windows. What is she doing <laughs> over here? I'm trying to hit like command Q, try and close the, the pornography, which she is not even noticing. She, oh, yeah. The next day, she was like, what the fuck was that? You're trying to do stuff on the computer. You had seizures. What the fuck? And I was like, yo, I was trying to rub one out. Like, I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I guess that's, yeah, that's courteous of you to close down the pornography so I wouldn't turn on the computer that we share and see it. Uh, but I didn't care because you just had seizures back to back. And this shows who I, who I kind of am as a person. I'm like my old man. So the next day, it was 11 a.m. We were going to go see Wreck-It Ralph. You know, like, because uh, <laughs> yeah. she, and she doesn't like pop culture, my wife, but she likes these like kind of animated movies and stuff. Sure. She likes video games. She likes video games and stuff. So I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, like we're still going to go for like 1120, right? Because I can remember that. Because I remember going, man, I'm, I'm, uh, I hope I die. This really hurts. My head is killing me. But I was like, yeah, I'm faking it. I'm fine. I'm completely good to go to that movie film. She's like, Christ, you know, you had back-to-back seizures. Like, are you sure you want to go? I was like, yeah, I feel good. Don't worry about me. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. My head fucking ached for a week. I've never had a, Imagine having a headache for a week straight. I'd rather not. Yeah. I was taking so many pills for that. Oh, and some of them not even like, some of them were just drugs. Like, sure. uh, uh, I think what did I take, like shrooms? I was oh, thinking yeah. just eating mushroom caps. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> that was, I mean, that was the first thing I did too when Mike McDonald died. I was like calling up my buddy going, I'd like $100 in mushrooms and this much cocaine, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, everybody deals their own way, right? You know yeah. I mean, at least it's not booze. Cause you know what? You know what though? This was my defining moment with alcohol. I, uh, I was going to do a board game night with some buddies and I grabbed some wine and some old Milwaukee because those two go together like mm. like co- cocaine and flapjacks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyways, and I look at my wife and I'm like, I'm going out and uh, I'm going to pre-drink a couple, you know, whatever, the, the wine in the Milwaukee before I go. And she looked at me and I never hit her. I never like I'm not a violent guy. I'm more, I'm self-destructive. Uh, but I'm never violent. And she had this look on her face and it just haunts me to this day because it was like, which one am I going to get? Which version of you is going to come out mm. and with this cocktail of awesomeness? So yeah. from there there on in, it was kind of like, I haven't given up booze per se, but when I have it in my head, I'm like, I'm having one beer. I'm having one glass of wine. Like I count in my head, Yeah, you know? I only have two beers, one glass of wine, three beers if it's like a big meal or something like that. And it's like a big fucking event, but like right. two at most. I mean, it's just, I just don't do it. I just don't drink to get drunk anymore. Like, I just can't, I can't, uh, yeah, I just don't do that. Why, yeah. why, uh, why, why risk that? Yeah, it's that face of like, yeah. oh, who's it going to be? Who am I getting tonight? And that's yeah. like, that, that shakes you to the core, for yeah. sure. Yeah, totally would, man. Um, I can, I can understand that for sure. Uh, well, I, well, I, I, I grew up in AA too, because yeah. like my parents, my parents were so poor. Uh, not to brag about how poor we were, uh, but we couldn't afford babysitters, so sure. <laughs> I'd have to go to. I, I can always remember uh, the Stonewall meeting group at like Sundays from eleven to twelve, 
and, and it was funny because like I remember asking my dad as like a you know I was like a seven year old or eight year old like how do you get up there and talk to all these people and then he's like well there's three kind of speeches you give there's the one you want to give or the one you write the one you give and the one you wish you gave and it's like fuck when you make a movie it's the same thing it's like yeah. oh, there's the one I want to make or the one you shoot the one you edit the one you release so it's like oh wow that's a weird thing and I remember too I bombed in front of all those AA people I grew up with at my father's funeral and then I loved it because then I acknowledged nothing feels greater than bombing at my father's funeral thank you all for cooperating with me with a <sighs> pity laugh uh, that was my favorite part my wife was dying that was just the only cackle of the house was like ha ah! <laughs> when I when I was acknowledging the fact I'm bombing with jokes at my father's funeral she's yeah. like hey, it was an okay joke too like I don't know why people didn't laugh because it was like something about uh, I don't know it was, so, it was something that was like mediocre funny it would be like dad humor to right. old people I was trying to pander to old people but I guess it's sad because somebody died mainly my my, my father but yeah, yeah. you know but yeah. I'm trying to make jokes you know like yeah. fucking it's uh, celebrated all that shit yeah I'm not trying to brag that he's dead and that I got this Bill Cosby ghost dad without the rapes. You know, I'm not, I'm just, yeah. I do, oh. I do, I tell my wife that. I was like, do you think he's watching? And she's like, yeah, I think he's looking down and he's super proud of you. I was like, no, but like when I'm banging you, do you think he's watching? Because he's a pervert. <laughs> he was a fucking pervert, Jess. Like, Jess. Yeah, so my wife's uh, name is like the most common name of 1986 for oh. a female. Yeah, just that. So yeah, it's like okay, Jessica. Like I'm pounding you uh, with my penis uh, and your vagina. And your vagina, and I bet yeah. he's watching that because he's a dirty old man. And then I'm like, do you think? Do you, I was like, do you think my dad got into heaven because he saw Hitler when he was three? I was like, do you think that taints it? And she's like, stop talking to me. Yeah, that's how that shit goes. Oh yeah, so my dad saw Hitler. Uh, I don't know whose dad saw Hitler, but mine certainly did. Yeah, mine, mine, mine didn't. Uh... <laughs> I'm like I'm six. sorry. This I feel like this turned into therapy. I was yeah. like, hey, this would be great. This would be great, Dustin. Let's do a podcast and we'll have a, f a good time. And then I'm like, and then this happened, and then that, and then everybody kind of, and then Hitler showed up. Women, dads, three. I'm so sorry. That's you I'm don't so have to apologize, man. That's this is how conversations work. Um, and that's the the whole point of the show is like the first thing you said. Uh, interviews aren't natural. Just shooting the shit yeah. is, though. Well, we're getting to know. It's so funny because it's just like, I, just even from the conversation on the phone, I was like, I feel like we are very similar. And that doesn't happen a lot for me as a human being, uh, just with who I hang out with or my friends. Because it's not a normal thing to be like, I remember when I told my wife, what happened was I got laid off from a full-time uh, nurse's aid position. So mm. I'm working full-time evenings. And then all of a sudden, the rug is sweeping out from underneath me uh, i screwed up that saying like w bush That's there okay. and um like god bless you all to death um but anyways uh so yeah it was like a spell because i was like i gotta work my full-time job she works her full-time job we're gonna get a house we're gonna do this we're gonna do yeah. all that. and when i got laid off and i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do now like why well, i was doing this for years yeah. anyways and so what i did was i was like uh we had so much money saved up for the house i took three grand and i said fuck it, I'm going to make my own goddamn Ghostbusters movie. And nobody, including my lawyer, said, this is a good idea. Yeah. Nobody said it. Was, they were like, you're fucking nuts, kid. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, hey. I, yeah. And my wife was pissed. Yeah. Holy shit. I rubbed, I rubbed it in her face all the time because uh, <laughs> cause we, um, we live in the house that Ghost had bought. So, yeah. like, 
So like, well, I mean, not that not that bought it, but I just it, it allowed us to to sure you know like live off of the art, which is like kind of be your own boss and all this bullshit. Yeah. Which I it's still it's still I have my hospital job still because I I can't fathom the idea of not living a normal like I need that I need that lady at work with Asperger's telling me how to do my job because I'm <laughs> shitty at it. You know what I mean? Like I love that lady with Asperger's telling me like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like hey. You know what I don't like about Star Trek? When they speak, when they speak Kling, this is this is her new. This is a, a you know I get into it with her because I love hearing her views because sure. there's a rationale behind everything. So this this lady I work with, who tells me I'm awful at my job every day, which is great. Not every day, but it's like I'm there like two three days a week. But I missed thirty sure. percent uh, in the last six months of my shifts. <laughs> I'm sure I won't have that job too much longer. But uh, anyways, uh, I've been there for like ten years. You know, it's hard to let it go. Uh, uh, I've got attachment issues. So anyways, sure. um, uh, anyways, uh, the, she's critiquing this Star Trek Discovery show, and she's like, my biggest pet peeve is when they speak Klingon, i got to pause it, because they don't have the subtitles big enough or up on screen long enough. And I'm thinking in my head, it's like, maybe you're just not the strongest reader. And, she, <laughs> and I said that to her. I eventually said, like, maybe it's just you're, just you're not the strongest reader. And she's like, nope, nope, that's not why at all. Yeah. I'm fine. And she's, of course, got these bug eye glasses and shit like that. I was like, man, I'd miss this. And I miss, you know what I do? Uh, even though we have two cars, I ride the bus because I fucking love being that guy on the bus who goes, hey, that's a pretty lady. And she's got her purse next to her. And I bet you nobody ever tells that pretty lady like, hey, uh, you can't do that. So I like doing that. I like going, I'm going to sit there. So you got to move your purse now and put that on your lap like everybody else on the fucking bus. I'm an like I'm not like a I'm not like a vigilante, but I'm just saying I'm doing, I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. Oh, street level hero. There you go. Just like the Sorry, defenders yeah. and shit. That's yeah, awesome. I just hate those. I hate those people. Just like who I've never heard the word oh. no because of how they look or act or what they get away with. So I always like stopping them oh. when I can. It's not not a healthy. I'm sure that's super not healthy. That's not a good quality. I could just drive. We have cars. Uh, well, everybody needs a hobby, you know. You know what? Uh, <clears throat> you know what? I hate driving so much because uh, I remember maybe maybe you remember me driving a lot or something in high school or I had a car. I don't know I if you actually remember this. Yeah, yeah, because like, cars go vroom vroom and yeah, get from point to point A to B. I hate driving now. Like I just okay. can't stand it. So so in the in the nine years I've been with my wife, there's only been two, two times that I've driven with her uh, where I, I was driving. And, and uh, it was like when we're going to the hospital to have the baby and when we're coming back from the hospital. And wow. when, and yeah, and she fucking, even going to the hospital, she's like, pick a speed, pick a speed. It's just like just critiquing it. She's in fucking labor and we're oh. late. We're late because we're waiting for the phone call because this is how, like, she's part, um, I, I guess she's like, uh, like she is part Chinese, you know. She's got two thirds of the good stereotypes, where oh. she's good with she's good with money. Um, her Amid eyes are kind of tiny, so she needs glasses. But the one thing she doesn't do, the one thing she doesn't do or live up to for stereotypes is she doesn't drive twenty below the limit with the left ticker on. <laughs> okay. She's really good. She's really good driver. So, anyways, uh, uh, she's like just critiquing me. Uh, yeah, what happened was, um, because she's got the most common fucking name in the universe, uh, Jessica Roach. So when we had the birth. Uh, they sent us home after they gave her some stuff to kind of dilate and stuff like that. And they're like, okay, we're going to call you back in two hours. And it's like six hours later, we're still waiting for the phone call. What happened was there was another Jessica Roach uh, signed in. Right. So like, so you have two, like, so 
my wife called and they're like, no, you already checked into your room. And it's like, why am I calling you, son of a bitch? I'll never, I'll never forget that. Just She's like, why am I calling you if I'm in the hospital? Said, why am I doing that? Think, think. Yeah. Just like, and she's, that's not her because she's sure. Asian, very polite, you know, just yeah. like, just very like kind of just nod and stay quiet, read a book. Count, uh, she's good with her money, stuff like that. Yeah. Because yeah. the Asian-ness, the Chinese. Sure. Yeah, it's a stereotype. I'll take your word. Stuff. I'll take your word for it. Well, you have to, cause like I, I mean, I could be lying. You could be. <laughs> I don't know why you would. That would be a weird thing to lie about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Fuck, man. I hate to do it, but uh, I, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go teach pretty soon. Jesus, uh, I'm so sorry. So, no, that's I all ate right. Up all man. your time. I was no, just like, th- good, thank man. you for the therapy, Dawson. No, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> it's free of charge that's- this time. Um, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Can no, we do a part we should do a part two one day we can definitely where you do talk a part two. Where you talk. Well, uh I feel terrible because everything I ranted about was always playing off No, it was cool, man. Uh <laughs> not everybody gets these experiences that, that shift who we are. And and we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Where the negative the negative stuff makes us a better person, I feel. Yeah. I legit well, I legit feel that way. Yeah, one of my favorite sayings, and uh, I don't know if he actually coined it, but he says it a lot. Uh, Joe Rogan says, pressure makes diamonds, and I'm a big fan of that. Um, I love that idea, and I feel like, at least for myself, it's definitely held true. You know, um, Martial arts my whole life, It's that's fucking hard. Music is not an easy discipline. career. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. You, pick, you pick shit, you picked a lot of shit that has discipline. Yeah, I, I, I like it, you know, it's, a, it's the same reason why I still train to this day. It's the same reason why I want to play as many instruments as possible. It's a, it's, um, and then just by talking to all kinds of different people doing this, I get to learn all kinds of shit and I have to pay attention. And it's also a really cool way to get to know people better that like, I don't, you know, because of all this stuff that I like to do, I don't have a whole lot of time to actually sit down. How often do you get to sit down and just shoot the shit with somebody for like two, three hours? Like, dude, this uh, was, this was fucking amazing. Not just because it was like therapy for me to be like, Justin, these are all my problems <laughs> that I translate into film. But, yeah, uh, uh it, no, like in high school, I mean, dude, like, it, it's not like I didn't like you. Like I thought you were, we hung out in the same circle of people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, I liked you. Like you yeah. were, you were in this like weird kind of like, uh, we were we were in like an oddball circle of yep. of people. Very you know strange what I mean? people. Yes, yes. Very Fucking much zombie so. Bob and shit. Like I that's mean, that's right. You, you, you know what I mean? Bob. It's just yeah. It's just uh, yeah. There's more to this conversation because I got more shit to ask you. Sure. Fucking so so uh, uh, we we got to continue this Absolutely. when you have time. Yeah. I did not realize this would be like this. I didn't realize you would be so cool to just hey. This is uh, it's a knife. I'm just going to gut myself. Here it is. Here's my insides. Oh, it's a little bit of seppuku. It's all good. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry. Because it's my art, though. Because it, yeah. at the end of the day, Ghost Heads is a representation of my childhood. Yeah. Uh, you have my alcoholic father represented with the redhead, um, Abigail Gardner, who yep. replaced uh, Booze with Ghostbusters. My mom is in the film um, uh, as, as like a, a 17-year-old boy with cerebral palsy who dresses up like Ghostbusters. And then the relationship I had with my father, him being an immigrant and me being first-generation Canadian, we bonded over films because he was learning English through films. So so oh, that's wow. like all in the film. If you rewatch it, you go, oh, shit. Like that's exactly what you just described. Yeah. And it's uh, – um, 
I remember too, like getting my mom set up the day of when it came out on Netflix and she watched it and I was like, Oh, like, what did you think? Thinking she saw all the things I did for the family and all this stuff and all this personal shit. And she's like, there was a lot of talking. I love that. <laughs> that was good. That was, I'll never do that again. I'll never do that again. So the second one was for me when right. I'm an adolescent. So it's a dealing with mental health and, and stuff like that. So it's like, uh, these movies are, are a cathartic form of therapy for sure. Yeah, so, well, uh, art art should be cathartic, and um, yeah. On on that note, can you tell everybody where they can uh, where they can find out about you and find your stuff? Like, do you have a dot com and a Twitter and all that? Kind yeah, of shit? like I, I I think so. Like I, uh, you could just go to IMDb, I guess. You could oh, catch yeah. up there. I mean, that's a big thing. And then you can go to ghostheadsmovie.com, yeah. but you can go to themikestandmovie.com. But really, it's just like I feel IMDb. You have all the credits there. You can pick and choose. There's even sure. stuff that I don't even remember doing. Like I'm an associate producer on a fan film called Return of the Ghostbusters that I cannot remove from IMDb uh, oh. for the life of me. And I've contacted them. They're like, sorry, shit out of luck. <laughs> so fucking. Yeah, I got this uh, movie I'm producing um, that I'm really proud of. Uh, it's called uh, Not for Resale. And it deals with the uh, uh, physical media and the extinction of that and where we're headed with this digital platform. And is it is it better? Is it worth it? Is it? We kind of explore this area of digital generation and, and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm very proud of that. That's awesome, man. I look forward yeah. to it. Um, yeah. so thank well, you, I, man, for having me. I'm well, sorry. Th- no, it's all right. I'll shut thank up. You. I'll shut up now. Don't worry. Well, I, I I do I do have to wrap this up. I gotta I gotta go teach the same same way you got the hospital thing. I gotta you know I I gotta go and show young people how to how to play instruments. Uh, yeah, I love then, I love instruments and young people too. Yeah, uh, I I do most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how young? Hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm Jimmy Savile, you know, uh, like a, mm. like I make a reference to a, a comedian, but he's also a, a murderous pedophile. Yeah. That, hmm. Well, <laughs> I, sorry. <laughs> why, why don't, why don't, why don't we uh, put a to be continued stamp on that one? Yeah, uh, cool, man. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Brendan Mertens, everybody. Uh, Check them out on IMDb, uh, ghostheads.com, mikestand.com. Uh, th- this is 646. My name's Dawes McManus, and, and as always, thanks for listening. So uh, have a good one, I guess. Is this going to be on Pornhub? <laughs> Can you tell? Such a fucking comedian there. Yeah, I'm going to get the last one in. I'm going to get the last. No, thanks, man. I'm sorry. I fucking realized that went.